After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! And welcome to this month's episode of That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick, and on this episode I'm joined by a Craig... Hello. Sinead. Hello. Uh, P. Dustful Washington. Hello. And also by Mr. D. Hello. How the devil are you all? Fantastic. I, I like it's to pretend, machine great. Yeah, I'd like to pretend that, you know, it's the first time I've asked this question, even though we've been talking for a few minutes before we start recording, but, you know, just... Just revealing the curtain a little bit to the backstage antics. Do you reckon we could get away with making a podcast about the making of a podcast? Yeah. Just publish what we talk about to start with. How do you, <laughs> how do you know we're not already doing it? And yeah. just... You know, there Craig, you if someone has a vague conversation about something, make it a podcast. Yeah, well, that, that, is, that is very true. That we literally true. talked about a new podcast today, didn't we, Nick? I've already forgotten what it was. What was it? It was about, tre- <laughs> about trees. Oh, yes. Yes. Who doesn't want a podcast about trees? Um, right, let's start with something to go on, um, as we normally do with these podcasts. So, um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? I'm using up. Um, I've got a bottle of mead that I bought when I went on holiday. Yes! So I'm, I'm just finishing it off. But I've also got, Craig, a cup of my toast and jam tea here as well. Oh, bless you. <clears throat> yeah, well, bless you. Right, that's what I've got. I'm is it toasty handed. and is it jammy? It's it's more toasty than jammy, I would say. Have you put a spoon of jam in just to make it extra jammy? No, that's a good idea, though. Yeah. Could do that, couldn't I? Yeah. I, I think I'll try that. I'm not going to try it right now, but because it'll get awful messy, but I think I will try that on the next one. Have you got many tea bags left? A uh, few. Um, yeah, well, good few. news! You got more in the post. Oh no! Yeah, I finally got to the post office. Top banana. Yeah, only only eight weeks after I bought them. Mm-hmm. Did anyone used to dip their toast in tea when they were little? Not toast, but biscuits. Yeah, well, that's sensible. Um, yeah, I never people, toast though. Yeah, people that that dunk toast in tea are wrong. Just just wrong. Um, I don't care which one of you does that. You're wrong. And I'll say that. 
continually. It's like dipping fries in a milkshake. Yeah, I've never got that one. I, I used to um, I used to go out with someone that would dip fries in uh, flurries. Oh, just just bizarre. Not even like like chocolate McFlurries or anything. Just just regular vanilla McFlurries. Very very strange. I don't get that at all. But uh, but there you go. No. Um, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got a can of Iron Brew Extra. Ooh. What is the extra? Tell us. Yeah, I don't think Iron Brew needed extra. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they call it Iron Brew Extra, but it <laughs> has no sugar in it. <laughs> It should be iron brew less. I don't know if it is. Extra taste, no sugar. That's what it says on it. Oh. oh. Interesting. So there I, you go. I, I've never jived with iron brew. Like, I really wanted to. You know, I like orange colour things, it. but iron brew and whiskey meat, it's the future. Oh my god. Oh god mm. no. Look, this is a person that just admitted to dunking toast in tea, so of course his taste buds are all wrong. I sent you a picture of what I had for me um, tea tonight. Well, me pre-tea snack. I didn't see it. Hey, Tams. How was it? No. (laughs) I put a tin of beans in and then put two eggs in the beans and cook the eggs with the beans and then put a tin of mackerel on top. I will will say this. I will say this. I, There's no speed food in it, Sinead. I'm sorry. I will, <laughs> I will eat cold baked beans quite happily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't need my beans cooked. Is that Dominic Diamond in the background trying to get out of your uh, trolley? Yes. Yes. Stop doing crossover. I don't know what is wrong with this dog tonight. Jesus Christ. He just wants. Yeah, absolute... tap dance, all right? Oh, my God. Just Be free. Be free. Attention. Get roller skates for him. That would be, that'd be wonderful. He, he did go out in the snow yesterday. We've had a very little bit of snow uh, down my neck of the woods. And, I mean, you know, I'm talking less than a quarter of an inch, but everything has stopped because England. Um, and he likes the look of the snow, but when he goes out there, he looks at you like, why have you just made me come out here? And it's like, we didn't make you come out here. We just opened the door. You went out. You do need to poop outside, dog. Yeah, that is very, that is very true. Um... Pete, what are you drinking? Uh, I have been on the Yorkshire tea, but I'm not tonight. I have, I've got a tea pig super fruit. That's not super even real. God knows what. Yeah. Is the fruit got a pair of underpants on and a key? There's, there's a pretty lady on the uh, the label with fruit in her hair. Oh, is, is it, it Margarita Pregatan? <laughs> it might be actually. <laughs> is it a banana with like a little eye mask on, so it doesn't look like a banana? It looks like a pear instead. <laughs> no, there's definitely a banana there. They're not trying to disguise it, though. Though I can't imagine there's banana in my tea. Oh, someone cut that out and make a song out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mister Clive James. That's Margarita Pregatan. If anyone doesn't remember. That's a very niche reference, isn't it? It's the kind of thing me and Ripley would talk about for two hours. Is Margarita Pregatane on Clive James? If he but... wasn't dead. If he wasn't dead. Which he isn't. He's just not here. Um, I have actually got... Um, I can't be bothered to leave the table, so at the moment I've got a bottle of Cherry Peppers Max, but I have got some hard seltzer. Bought some hard oh. seltzer at the weekend. So some, some black cherry. It's a new brand. I've not seen it before. So 
I bought I bought a couple of cans just to test the water with it, but I've not had it yet. So I'll uh, I've got open later. Lady drink. It's not. Well, it is actually hard seltzer is a lady drink. Although Budweiser are now launching their their own version. Of course they are. Oh gosh. Everyone's got a hard seltzer. Um, don't flip that. So let's um, let's first have a look at the news that's going on in the universal. I'm world. literally drinking cherry Pepsi Max. Thanks for asking. Oh mate, I thought I'd asked. No, oh. nasty, fucking pasty. So me cherry what's... Pepsi Max has got half a lime in. Why? Why half a lime? Because I didn't have the other half. What happened to the other half? I used that on me HelloFresh. Right, but what? He chewed on it. I don't understand why you'd have lime in your cherry Pepsi Max anyway. Why not? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. It's better than whiskey, that's all I'm saying to you. Okay. Uh, right, well, after that, let's go and have a look at what's going on in the parks. Hello, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. Interested in a universal vacation? I can help you find the best deal for your family. There are tons of options at Universal, and I can help you choose the best ones and help build an itinerary to help you maximize your time there. I make the plans, and you make the memories. Contact me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. So, does anybody want to kick off? I've got a few bits to the answer to Bishop. First one, then there's no one saying anything. Kicking off with a few bits. Yeah. Um, did anyone see the Saturday Night Live sketch? With the Universal Retro badge on? Uh, yes. Yes, one of them did have a Universal Retro badge, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see it. I just seen the screen capture. Uh, yeah, so I um, we don't get Saturday Night Live in the UK, but Saturday Night Live put all of their bits on YouTube, so I can watch it that way. Um, so I'd seen some clips of the skip and um, thought okay I'll watch the whole thing and uh, I did it was fine it, it was it was okay like um, Dan Levy was the uh, the guest host of Saturday Night Live big fan of him um, but it, it was it was an average sketch you know I suppose the cool points were for all the fact it was based at you know, on the Universal Tram Tour and stuff, but it was, you know, it was it was fine. Don't go, don't go out of your way looking for it. But um, I saw it cause a bit of a bit of a fury on uh, on the old Twitters. Oh no! Because, Who was um, offended? Well, I think what and people was... that were offended with their Ricardo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. Now, I think I think what it was. I think Saturday Night Live um, tagged Universal Orlando. Um, in the in the clip from the sketch, uh, when it was clearly oh, the Hollywood. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, like, so to summarise credit, you know, they use the entrance from Hollywood, and they obviously use the transport from Hollywood, and they didn't mention Orlando once. So I don't really understand why people are getting all uppity about it, but uh, that's Twitter for you, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it, it it was it was fine. That's all I can say, I suppose. Um, has everybody seen um, the the Mardi Gras news? Mardi Gras, yeah. Pretty much a lot yep. of Mardi Gras news. Yeah. So it, it's going ahead, people. 
kicked off on Saturday, was it? Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. It started, people. <laughs> not, it's not even going to start. It's already started. Um, it's, it's going through to the 28th of March, which is slightly shorter than usual. It normally goes into April, but it's ending the 28th of March. Don't know why, but, but, but there you go. They turned it into more of a food festival this year than it had been previously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a um I don't know if that's just because of COVID that they're doing that. They they have been doing more food offerings over the, the last few years though. So maybe mm. they'll just continue that expansion True. into a bit of a food festival, but but yeah. But yeah. It's definitely more like food and wine on that's got you buy a lanyard and you get you can try different stuff. Yeah. I mean, you could see them swiping it. Why not? I mean, it's good for Disney. Disney makes a lot of money on it. No, absolutely. It is a good way of making money. That's, that's definitely for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it is, it is a different event this year. The concerts are all cancelled. So don't go expecting mm-hmm. those. Um, the parade, Mardi Gras parade, which um, you used to be able to request to be part of it, didn't you? They used, to, yeah. they used to choose people to be on the floats. Um, that's not happening in the way that it has. So it's it's doing what they did for the uh, the Macy's balloons at Thanksgiving uh, and, and Christmas. They're just having them out on the sound stages. From what I've seen, though, they are still having... So there are still like team members that are on the floats and they have like socially distanced spots on the ground and if you stand in them they'll throw you beads so you can still kind of get beads off the floats but they're just doing it in a safer way oh the poor bead tree mm, can just, oh. just see the loss i can hear the lawsuit now i got hit in the eye by a by a bead thrown from a float it's gonna happen yeah it's, it's gonna happen um we'll get into the food in a minute but um they've also done the tribute store again so it's good. I like. I kind of like that it's becoming like a thing that they have like a designated, very heavily themed. Yeah, the fact that that building was sitting empty for ten months of yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of. I'm kind of. They're actually using it now, rather than it just sitting there looking like an empty building. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, they're carrying on with yeah. this thing that they're doing, where you can get the are they like wax models or something. They had them for um, Frankenstein's monster during the Halloween season, and now you get a a boat. I want to say like a like a pirate ship, and then I think a skull as well for Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they did. Kind of they did Santa, Santa, and a snowman at Christmas. Um, it's it's um it's a um almost an ancient machine. It's um it is an old machine though, isn't it? That create these things. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I don't think it's the original. I think they've done like um, you know, based on the original concept or whatever. But it does look quite fun, to be fair. Yeah, they're pretty. They're I think they're like what, like six, seven dollars. I think so. They're not like a horrifically expensive souvenir. No, no, just a vacuum thing, back bit of plastic, but you know, hey, um. Yeah, so food. Everyone loves food. Two words. 70 things. 
so many things. Um, some of this is, is is quite interesting. Won't go into all of it uh, to the same level that we would often do these things, or we'll do later on. Um, but um, yeah, there's some there's some funky new uh, menus. So Bahamas have got uh, if you if you like jerk, go to the Bahamas. Basically, because uh, you've got jerk chicken or jerk jackfruit. Now, I'm I'm assuming Shanae's probably the only other person in this podcast that's tried jackfruit. Um, do you like jackfruit? I do like jackfruit. Yeah, it's nice. It's not something that I would eat. Like, I never cook it at home. But if it's mm. on a menu, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an odd one, jackfruit. I don't mind it, but like like you say, it's uh, it's good to have uh, a vegetarian option. It's actually vegan. Vegan option. They've quite they've quite a few vegetarian or vegan things in the Germany booth. I keep feeling like I'm talking about food or something. They have a vegan bratwurst. It's beer braised onions, which is vegan, and then they have a pretzel that comes with a cheese sauce, is vegetarian. Ooh. So I would be intrigued to try both. Yeah, that that both of those sound good actually. Um I do like a bratwurst. Well I used to anyway. Um there's a Belgian Count Dracula then? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um there's a there's a Belgian stand, which is doing of course the two main food sources from Belgium, that's waffles and fritz. Yep. Um there is a stand for Brazil, which uh has got Moquica de Camaro, which is shrimp, coconut, cream stew, white rice and sweet potato curls. Brigadeiros, uh, which is it says a Brazilian classic with condensed milk, cocoa powder, chocolate sprinkles, and toasted peanuts. Peanuts! They are lovely. They, it sounds really. I've really never, never heard of them, but I, I mean, they still sound. They sound really good. Um, and stuffed cots in ya. Pardon? Yeah, crispy pulled chicken <laughs> drop uh, fritters. <laughs> Craig's new favourite dish. Yeah, I was going to say that's Craig every Saturday night. Yep. Odds just had a wobble there on the uh, the interstate. <laughs> Stuffed mm-hmm. cots in you. Uh, Canada has got beef short rib poutine. So that's uh, fries, short rib, cheese curds, and demi glaze. No one's ever explained to me what cheese curds are. It's like. Um... Uh, well, it's, it's like little lumps of cheese, but it's mm. really dense. It's like it's, it squeaks. It's like it's almost like halloumi. Yeah. Right. Okay. Isn't that a waste product of cheese? Or is it's, that the way? It sounds like it. I don't. Yeah, it's like the way I think, isn't it? I don't. I don't know. There's a waste product, but um, I do like a poutine. Gotta be honest. Uh, they, there's also a Nutella Canadian donut because nothing screams Canada than Nutella. Hmm. Or is it? Is, is it's Nutella, like Disneyland Paris. I was about to say they must have got that information from DLP. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a maple Canadian donut as well. Um, Colombia only has one option: coffee. No, that's, <laughs> that's not. I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very odd. Sound it's one, only actually. a wee bag of Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, carnitas arepas, 
which is a cornmeal cake pocket filled with avocado, carnitas, uh, mayonnaise, ketchup, and cilantro. So we all know cilantro it's is, just of course, a one uh, thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 very, very much so. So cilantro is is what we recall. Um, oh God. Just... Coriander, Coriander, yes, yeah. yes, 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 and carnitas. I think is pulled pork, if I remember correctly. If I remember meat correctly. So there, uh, Cuba um, has uh, a little food truck in the San Francisco area. Cuban sandwich, which is roasted pork, serrano ham, Swiss cheese, mustard, and pickles on Cuban bread, served with plantain chips. There is a Cuban flan, which is a standard flan called Cuban. No, I'm joking. It's a baked vanilla custard with tart caramel. Uh, and also you can just have the plantain chips by themselves. France has a poached pear creme brulee crepe. delicious. There is a lot in that, isn't there? Red wine, mm. poached pear, vanilla pastry cream, toasted almonds, caramel, and crisp sugar topping. Does sound good. Um... Italy obviously just has a pizza. No, I'm joking. Um, Italian <laughs> Italian rainbow cookie, which is colourful layers of almond cake sandwich with raspberry jam and coated in chocolate. That sounds amazing. Uh, cannoli, Italian pastry shell chocolate chip cannoli cream and chocolate shavings. Uh, Arancini fried risotto, wild mushrooms, truffle, and parmesan cheese. And an affogato, which is vanilla, vanilla gelato, served with double shots of espresso. Oh, so they get some coffee, Columbia. Mm. Um, you'll never guess which has a big menu, though. Scotland. Yes. Mm. Uh, the New Orleans stand um, has crawfish boil, which is a mixed bag of crawfish, shrimp, and dooley red bliss and corn on the cob. Nope, me neither. Mm-hmm. Uh, jambalaya. Um, got gumbo. Got gumbo. Uh, Etouffee, which is New Orleans style creamy stew with crawfish, bell peppers, and white rice. Uh, Muffulata sandwich, which is uh, mortadella. Any ideas? Mortadella? I think no? that's a type of like Italian meat, I think. Right, okay. Um, salami, ham, mozzarella cheese, and olive relish. On a toasted bun, um, shrimp gumbo, Ew. gumbo Italiano, hey, shrimp. Okay, um, Norling style shrimp with gold shrimp, bacon, and dooley sausage, okra, and bell peppers, uh, beignets, of course, um, and dooley twisted tater, which is a stuffed Cajun twisted tater with sausage. That's messy, though, gonna be messy, isn't it? Uh, and also twisted taters just with flavoured Cajun spices. Um, Puerto Rico has uh, penel and mofongo, which is roasted pork, smashed plantains, and onion mojo. What the hell's an onion mojo? <laughs> uh, Picadillo from Powerpuff Girls. Exactly, mojo jojo. Um, Picadillo empanada, which is uh, Picadillo beef fried uh, pastry dough. And quesitos, which are grava and cream cheese filled pastries. Uh, Spain also has a paella. It has a charcuterie plate. Um, and it's also got leche frita, which is crispy fried something. 
condensed milk for nearly everyone. It doesn't even tell you what it is. I think it's octopus. Yeah, yeah. Crispy fried what? Octopus. Maybe. Uh, and then the last one is the Trinidad and Tobago. Um, Faluri, which is deep fried split pea dough with turmeric, curry powder, and a side of tamarind chutney or powdered sugar. I, what is that? Is that sweet or savoury? I can't. I have no idea. It just sounds weird. I don't know. No. Also, it's Rolf Harris chopped it off. <laughs> Split pedo. And. <laughs> I know you did say something, and I was waiting, waiting to see if anybody else picked that up. No. I was racking my brain as well. Um, and a pineapple trini chow, which is grilled pineapple skewers, spices, and micro cilantro. <laughs> if you didn't think coriander could get any worse, we've made it smaller. Amazing. Um, and yeah, loads and loads of, of drinks. Uh, some beer, obviously, at the um, the Belgian tent. Pretty much cocktails everywhere else. Like. Um, yeah, all between 5 and $9, pretty much. So, um, yeah. Sounds really good. Sounds really nice good. Stuff. Yeah, some yeah. of it does sound really nice. That's the thing, like... I do, I do like. Uh, I like the B side, the seaside. Yeah. Um, right. So, who mentioned lanyards? Me. Ah. There you go. I knew, I knew someone. Buy a lanyard. So, uh, for the third year in a row, Universal is offering a Mardi Gras tasting lanyard. Now, just to clarify, that does not mean the lanyard itself is edible. Taste of Mardi Gras. Yeah, do not. If you're not careful, though, you, you might get the end of it in your poutine. Well, exactly. No one wants. No one wants that. Um, so, it allows guests to try a number of different food and beverages. Uh, tasting portions for just one flat price. So, ten items is fifty-five dollars, or mm-hmm. the uh, annual pass exclusive offer is fifteen items for sixty-five dollars. So that works out at either five fifty five an item or four thirty three. You don't have to eat them all in one go, do you? No, I don't think so. No, I'm assuming they last for however long the festival or whatever lasts. Yeah, I I watched him tracker earlier and he had one, and they said they weren't going to use all of them in one day. Yeah, of course he would. Well, that's because he lives five minutes away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and. and this is also extending out to City Walk and the hotel resorts as well, as well, which are doing little bits and pieces. So, yeah, you, you know, you're probably not going to get to Mardi Gras if there's even a proper Mardi Gras this year. But Universal doing the next best thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm jealous if I'm honest. Mm. I think right now, and this is going to be really painful, but I think if I if I was choosing right now between the two. I think I might go for Mardi Gras next year. And yes. I don't get houses, spooky houses, but there's lots of food and drink. Sounds great. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah. Um, did anyone else have any news? They have a Florida residence ticket offer running at the minute, which is a little bit ridiculous. So if you buy a one-day ticket, you get three days free. <laughs> up until the 
30th of April. So for adults, it's $181. For kids, it's $176. For both parks, four-day ticket, which seems ridiculously cheap. Yeah, yeah it does. It's a good deal. Yeah. You would you like to think a lot of people are, are annual pass holders anyway that are local, but yeah. I suppose it would probably dip into the people that are on the fence about buying theme park tickets or have never been before, so... Yeah. yeah, considering a Florida resident one day one park ticket is one hundred and nine dollars for like what seventy two dollars more, you can get both parks for four days. Yeah, that's quite crazy, mm. isn't it? Really, you think about it. That's a one day ticket. Again, it, it does go to show how much of a good deal we get in the UK mm-hmm. with our two week tickets and whatnot. Yeah, you hear that, but but then again, you know the annual house is reasonable, so you know, true. There, there is that. Um, I can't believe. I think no they one... do also have an offer running on the annual passes where if you, I think, renew or get your annual pass, you get an additional three months free at the minute as well on a two park premier pass. I think, I think we may have mentioned that on a previous show. I think it's running for a while, but yeah, still, still really good though. Still a really good deal. Um, yeah. I can't believe we talked this long and no one's talked about the purple dinosaur in the room. I was going on Barney, Barney going away. Barney's backyard passage is uh, closing. Gone. Ooh, it's sealed up. They've, they've sealed yeah. the back passage up. Yeah. Um, has anyone other than Craig ever seen it? I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Wow. Barney was never an English thing. It was on something. Mean? It was on something over here, but it was it never... Was ITV? Yeah, we don't watch ITV. Not oh, for the kids' okay, stuff, I it's love, rubbish. I love Barney when I was a kid. We used to watch The Bird in the Big Blue House. Oh, no. That was much later. That was the thing here. Uh, no, never did Barney. I'd have had to go on Barney's back door, though. What was it called? Barney's backyard. I can't remember. Yeah. You've been into Barney's backyard a few times, Craig. <laughs> I have, yeah. I'd have come out the other side. Just about. Um, look, I, 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 it was one of those things that you would probably never go and see unless you had small children with you. And Barney the dinosaur was very much an icon of the early 90s. And I think they tried to briefly bring it back in in the noughties at some point, but it wasn't it wasn't a big deal at all. Second time round. Is this getting ready for the clear out for Nintendo World, or is it just being shut down because of the COVID malarkey? Well, I mean that is the question, isn't it? That is the That's question. That's new album. I mean the COVID malarkey. I mean, look. You know, Nintendo World should be open in an epic universe. But that park is currently in suspended animation. So, I don't know. And the, and the thing is, we don't know with the, the contract with Nintendo, like, how long it's got. How long they've got to build a park. How long they've got the exclusivity for it, or, or anything. So, maybe if time's not on their side, maybe they will shoehorn it in that. I've had it a while now. They've had that deal signed quite a while and done nothing apart from making the Far East. Yeah, they've done nothing with it except make a Nintendo land in Japan. 
But other than that, they've done nothing with it. Oh, and they've started work in Hollywood. But other than that, Hollywood's nearly done. They really? Yeah. Oh, they're they're talking that we will probably get an opening date, not that far in the future. Wow. 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 Because it is smaller. Really? It is only going to be one ride. Oh, really? And a shop. Uh, yeah. Why do they insist on doing that? Hollywood hasn't got the room. I don't know why they even thought it was worth doing. Ah, it just, just it's, seems weird. They've stuck it on the site of one soundstage. And oh, that's it. So you yeah. get a Mario Kart in the shop. And that's, that's it. it. No restaurant. No, uh, no Yoshi. I bet you'd still be selling the um, snap-on bands though for thirty dollars a pop. Probably. <laughs> so um, the, the the Japan location is in soft opening now. It's not officially opened, is it? It's not at its grand ceremony. But no. It's, it's soft open, which of course means the videos have leaked. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a matter of time. Um, have we all seen the video? I watched him. Um... Is it Tokyo Explorer? TDR, yeah. Yeah, I watched him walking around the land the other day, and he didn't show the ride. He, he got on it and got off it. But I, I was desperately trying to be like, ooh, I'm excited, but I wasn't excited. I think it's, it's like anything that's, that's that heavily themed. You're even going to like be a fan of it or you're not. Um, you know, for someone that, uh, you know, Mario's been around most of their life and stuff and I was a bit blase to it but now I've actually seen it it looks like they've created Mario World in in real life I think it, it looks, looks great. great it it does look great if not smaller than I was expecting it to be yeah I'm a little surprised at the size of it especially in Japan yeah where Tiny. Mario's obviously been such a, a huge cultural icon for decades and you look how brightly coloured it is, right? Mm. That Florida sun will smash that in about two years. Maybe. The best bit was that my son turned around and went, I can still see Hogwarts. That is the problem. Um, Out of the mouth of babes. So uh, the, the Mario Kart, so there's two attractions. Um, the Mario Kart attraction... It's it's a bit of an odd one. It looks a little bit like Radiator Springs meets Men in Black, I think, in terms of like the vehicles and stuff. But the ride uses, I mean, it's universal, right? So it obviously uses screens, um, but it, it uses like AR glasses, so you get kind of things floating in front of your face. So a bit like you know, I suppose a bit like three D, but this is obviously more advanced tech. Um, but it's like a it's like a dark ride mixed with a shooting game, a la Toy Story Mania or Men in Black, really. Um, it's much slower than you'd expect a Mario Kart ride to be. And Mario Kart isn't a shooting game. Well, it, well, no, it's a, it's a race. Not continuously game, as it is in this ride. Yeah, but of course you do shoot things in Mario Kart. But, but you don't aim. It's all automatic. You push a button. You haven't got a target. Well, I don't think I don't think you necessarily do here either. But I, I I couldn't I couldn't exactly work it out. The sets inside look great. You know they they have made it look really good and it does look like the games. 
but I think when you hear Mario Kart, you're expecting a racer ride rather than a dark ride. On the one hand, it obviously means it's completely family friendly, so that means that no one is not going to be able to ride this thing because of its speed, which it could have potentially put some people off. Um, but I mean, I think I think it it looks really good. It just wasn't what I was expecting. So. I'm I give excited. them their dues for for trying a, a dark ride, yeah, which they haven't done, no, actually well for a while. Hagrid's has obviously got a little bit of that, but is a roller coaster on top of that. But yeah, Universal haven't done that for a while, so I give them their dues for trying that. Yeah, just didn't feel like the right ride to do it in. No, it, just, it seemed it seemed a bit strange. And then um, the other attraction that we saw was uh, Yoshi's Adventure, yeah, or Yoshi's Story, and. Um, it looked a bit like Circus McGurkus crossed with. I thought it was very similar to the Alice in Wonderland ride at Disneyland. Um, the, yeah. the Mario Kart one kind of had a similar vibe to the Roger Rabbit ride in Disneyland as well. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. The way the set and stuff were set up. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, but what I will say is the 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 kind of the the backdrops and the actual models of the characters are fantastic throughout. Yeah. They look so good. They really do look like they spent money on them. Um, but that is very much a kind of slow, casual ride around a building. That's all it is. So. Um, but I'm still, I'm still excited for it. I, you know, I, I can't wait to see it in real life. And you know, experiencing this stuff is different. You know, from seeing videos. And also, as well, I think it's one of the times that I'm glad to have seen what it is or know what it is before experiencing it, because then I, my expectations are set. If I was going on a Mario Kart ride expecting to have like some Radiator Springs type thing, and I got that, I'd be really disappointed. But now I know. So. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for it to come to uh, Orlando. However, it does. Um, Mister D, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen the, any of the actual raid footage. I've just seen the land, and it looks good. I've seen photographs of the raid vehicles and stuff. Yeah, I'd like to try it. It looks pretty good. Um, you know, not going to be anytime soon, but uh, like to like to definitely like to get to. Tokyo one day, definitely on the bucket list. Oh, well, I think there's a fair distance between Disney and the Universal, isn't there? It's yeah, but there's a bullet. It's bullet, a bullet train. train. Yeah, yeah, they've got their they've got their because uh, um, accommodation didn't mean accommodation travel sorted mm-hmm. quite well out there for that for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what about you, Shanae? What do you think? I think it looks good. I'm not the biggest, I'm not a gamer person. I've played Mario Kart, but I wouldn't be the biggest Nintendo fan in the world. I think the line looks great. Would it be the thing that would get me to go to Japan and visit Universal out there? Probably not. I'd probably just want to go see the park in general. Uh, but I think it looks great. Um, and I'm sure for big Nintendo fans, it's amazing. I just wouldn't into that category, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's that's it. You, anything like that, it's your, your enjoyment of the product, right? You know, I can imagine people really not liking Harry Potter, 
if they don't like the, the films, right? Not being impressed by it at all. But if you love those films, and you're gonna you're gonna love the the area, and I think that's your your level of love for Nintendo is gonna be what kind of sets that for you. I think. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, lot of um, lot of refurbishments going on at Universal at the moment. Have you have you guys seen this? No. So uh, Camp Jurassic. If I ran the zoo, what is if I ran the zoo? That's good, I haven't heard of it. It's, it's in, I know where it is. It's in, it's in Zeus Landing, but I'm struggling to think of what it actually is. Yeah. It's not the shop, is it? Um, yeah, I think... Oh, it's the playground. Right, okay. That makes oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jurassic Park Discovery Center, uh, where you can discover that it's closed. Uh, me ship the <laughs> olive. Again, I, I know where that is, but I don't know. Is I thought I was just like somebody get a, some food or something. I didn't realize it was actually something you could do. Little playground type interactive. You can run around and then you can squirt people, hose it's, people down. It seems like this is a COVID thing. Then if they're shutting all the playgrounds down. Hmm. Uh, Poseidon's Fury. Mm. Uh, Stormforce Accelerator as well. Dudley Do Right is closed until March. Seems to be March closed all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, the deal is with that. Well, you wouldn't want to go on that anyway, would you, at this time? Well, I mean, the temperatures aren't that bad, but no, you're definitely going to get wet on that one. So. Yeah. Uh, Fibles Playland over at Studios, Curious George and Fear Factor are also all down. Um, I don't know why. Uh, does, it, does anyone miss those? Curious mm. George, is that another playground? Is that yeah, that's the, one, that's the one next to Barney. Yeah. yeah, it's all touch points, I reckon. It's all the COVID malarkey. Yeah. Mm. And I suppose given COVID, they probably can run Fear Factor, don't they? Well, yeah, I suppose not. It's only open for about a month of the year anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and also, um, Popeyes is, is down at the moment as well. Good. But it looks like it. they think there might be some extensive refurbishment going on, on that. It's unconfirmed at the moment. It says it's going to be open this month, but sources say it's going to be later than that, so we'll see. Do you remember our Halloween odd night when we were walking down past T2 and Popeye was walking towards us? Yeah. And I got my phone out and went, Popeye, Popeye, can we have a picture? Can we have a picture? And he went, and I gave him the phone and said, go ahead, take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) He took a picture of us. So rude. It was rude. Um, The last thing I wanted to really touch on is uh, the Blue Man Group. Not just Barney, not just purple things that we're saying goodbye to, we're also saying goodbye to blue things. Getting rid of the whole well. rainbow. Pretty much, yeah. In a time when we should be embracing the rainbow, Universal cutting it out. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think I'm the only person that's seen Blue Man Group. I've seen yeah. them, but not in 
Universal. I saw them when I was in New York years ago. Okay. And what did you think? It was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was in this like tiny little theater, I think out near Brooklyn or something like that. Um, but it was great. One of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had in my life, but it was brilliant. And I've always said to people if they had the chance to go see Blue Man Group to do it, because I really enjoyed it. I um I love Blue Man. Um, we saw it um on our first trip to Orlando. We saw that and uh, Lenobu, which was the Cirque du Soleil down at uh, Disney uh, downtown Disney at the time. And I much prefer Blue Man Group, and I've always recommended it on this podcast. And its predecessor podcast, I think it was a great show, and it was also because the uh, the theatre was custom built for the Blue Man Group. The show it, it had like um, a slightly different show, uh, mm. more exclusive. I think all the Blue Man Group shows have certain changes or certain things exclusive to them, uh, and this one was no yeah. exception. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gutted. I mean, it's it's had a good run. Um, is it 16 years? Is it 2004 it opened? Just not going to be profitable though, is it, in the COVID malarkey? Um, no. Well, well, no, yeah, I, I, I don't... You know, if they opened it tomorrow, it would all be socially distanced and, um, you'd have to have face masks, temperature control, you might have to have had a COVID test. It's just a lot of hard work to put on a show for a quarter of the audience. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, you don't know what the operating costs are. Because, you know, they, these shows never run at 100% capacity. So they must have, like, a, a bare minimum. Yeah, they probably have, but it's still got a, you know... Oh, I don't know. We're driving trains around now with 10 people on them, when there used to be 300 people on them. It's just different times, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I um I forgot actually that Cirque du Soleil now owns Blue Man Group. What? I thought Cirque du Soleil went bankrupt. Well, they did. <laughs> That's probably why. Bought Blue Man Group. Yeah, but yeah, they they did. Um, they when they laid off, they had to lay off three and a half thousand people last year, and a lot of those were actually from the Blue Man Group shown at Universal. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a really good show. I mean, they've not come to they've not come to England since. Oof. It's a few years, isn't it? Because we it's we were going to go, couldn't get tickets. There was they did a they did an arena tour, probably around about two thousand eight two thousand nine. So it wasn't that long after we'd seen them, and also the show was very similar to one they did at Universal, like it's based on the same theme. So we decided not to go. And I was like, I'll catch them next time. And they just didn't come back. They did a short run in Birmingham <laughs> one year bizarrely over Christmas. Um and and that was it. They've they've not really done anything. And yet in the early to mid two thousands they were in London quite a lot. They had a residency. So I'm surprised they haven't they haven't come back. But yeah, I hope they I hope when everything's better uh, they do they do come back. Um, it will just be interesting to see what they do with the space, really. We've heard some rumours, which we're not going to talk about on here at the moment. There'll be a time. Um, but it's a big it's a big arena. It's a big stage to fill. Literally a big stage to fill, isn't it? 
yeah. big old chunk of land. So, yeah. um, was there anything else that anyone wanted to talk about? Uh, Volcano Bay is getting ready to reopen again. It's been closed since last year. Going mm. to open at the end of this month, end of Feb. Uh, social distancing, reduced capacity, temperature checks, all the usual malarkey. Um, that seems to be the word of the podcast tonight, malarkey. <laughs> There's your title for you. Um, and, uh, you know, no masks in the pool or on the rides because the masks are less efficacious if they get wet or they don't work as well, one of the two. So there you go. Okay, I'll be able to open it. Yeah. That's good. It's another step, I guess. Another step in the right direction. Yep. Mm. Still never been. We will do one time, maybe. We'll see. It is a lovely water park. It's just beautiful. It's just done wrong. Mm. The virtual queue system's rubbish. Don't like the tapu tapus? No. A tapu tapu out. (laughs) We didn't really get a chance to try it because the day we were there, it was was pretty much walk on everything. So we never really saw it in action. We had a tapu tapu, but we never really used that. Resist the urge to make any other jokes about Tapu. Um, right. The next thing we wanted to talk about on this episode is uh, the final, the quarter final. The second quarter final of uh, Rides Against Each Other. I don't think we ever named this segment, did we? <laughs> Battle of the Rides. Rides um, Against Humanity. Rides Against Humanity. <laughs> Sounds awful. Um, <laughs> So, uh, the first one in this final bracket is, uh, oh dear, Craig's going to throw a wobbler. Yeah. It's Men in Black versus Jimmy Fallon. What? Throw a wobbler. Yeah. Oh. You love both of these rides. I love both of these. I adore both of these rides. Mm. But I'm always going to come down on Fallon. Always. Men in Black's a bit old now. It's a bit, mm, it's a bit dirty. It's a bit manky. It's a little bit pasty. It hasn't been updated. They had the chance with the new with the new flop movie. That wasn't as bad as people say. It was awful. What are you? What are you smoking? It was a Men in Black movie. Get over yourself. What do you mean it was a Men in Black movie? That doesn't. It give wasn't. Free it wasn't. Crap. It wasn't up for any Oscars. It did its job. It made it me smile. Sick. It Greg put it on the Batman vs Superman pile. <laughs> oh, don't be at it, you. Has anyone? Has anyone else put seen it on the Supergirl pile? No, no. It, it's got. Do you know what the biggest problem with it is? It's got such a good cast that it should be great, and that is the problem with it. Oh, it's a six out of ten, but you know, it's it is what it is. It's, it's a six but, out of a hundred. But they missed an opportunity because they could have rebooted and they could have updated and they could have brought new characters in. Um, and they could they have had a good story and they could have made it funny. I'm not talking about the ride now. Oh, right, okay. Um, whereas Jimmy Fallon, I love Hashtag Panda. I love the uh, barbershop. I love sitting there playing games on the touch thing. And then I, love, I just love the ride. 
I love it. I love it when it goes on the moon and it goes with the moon dust. Okay. And no one else remembers any of that. Oh, I do. I've been on it about three or four times now. But been on it about ten or twelve times. <laughs> oh. And, I, and I, I do, I do swear that at least one of those occasions I did smell pizza. You do? Well, no, <laughs> I don't think you do every time. But you, you, I, I have smelled pizza on that. Right? Um, the only Sinead, problem, oh, sorry, just on. sorry, Sinead, The only problem with the Jimmy Fallon ride is the loan, because everybody has to have their seatbelt checked, and it takes a long time. There you go. That's that's the problem with the ride. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sinead. Um, I'm going to go with Men in Black purely because, I, well, I mean, I haven't been on Jimmy Fallon, but him as a person really irks me, so I don't think either way I would enjoy it. So I'm going to go Men in Black. I mean, it's a it's a basic similar simulator ride. In fact, it's not even that. Have you ever been to the moon? <laughs> you don't go to the moon in this attraction. It just makes you think that you've gone to the moon, if you believe it. Um, Mr. D, what about you? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I don't dislike the Jimmy Fallon ride. I, think, I quite like it. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's good, uh, but the, the reason why I, I'm going to pick Men in Black is I think it's because of the, the sort of game aspect of it. You know, so every, every time we go on it, we're competing against each other and, um, and it's it's kind of different every time. So it's a bit like uh, Toy Story Midway Mania and it's that sort of idea or Buzz Lightyear. Um, so I like it for that. Plus, I, I do think that even though it, I agree, you know, it's, a, it's an older movie now and it's a bit dated, but the theming on it is really good. Um, so for the rewritability, um, I'm going to go Men in Black. Yeah, and also as well, you know, you've got two different tracks, right? Mm. You know, depending on what side you go, you do get to see different things. Weirdly, so... perversely, I always go on the same track. I don't know what happens. We got, when we all went on it, we got the same side both times. Hmm. Yeah, if it's not operating fully, like sometimes I only have one track, don't I? But yeah, I always seem to get on the left side for some reason. Um, P dubs. So we talked talked about the theme in previously, certainly with Men in Black, and and Jimmy Fallon is is wonderfully themed before you even get on the ride. I think they both do that really well. Um, obviously, the the World's Fair building for Men in Black and the Rockefeller Center for for Jimmy Fallon. Um, but for me, the rideability it, it's always going to be Men in Black. The the sets are fantastic. Um, there's a real bit good bit of interaction, obviously, with the shooting side of things and and the appearances by by Will. Um, I think give it an an extra edge as well. Um, I don't mind Fallon. But it is very much a basic ride. It was done cheaply, um, so for that matter, it's it's Men in Black. Yeah. If if it was based on the queue, I would say um, Jimmy Fallon. 
Yeah, I think it's got a very unique queue. I think, I mean, I, I love um, the the late night, the, the history of the Tonight Show. So I like um, I like all the stuff in the beginning, all like the kind of museumy window bits with props and whatnot. I love the fact that they've had to put Conan in there, even though he had the shortest tenure thanks to Jay Leno, the arsehole. Um, so I love that, but like Craig says, I love the entertainment. The, the thing that makes me sad about Jimmy Fallon, and we've we've experienced this, is that we've been in there, and it's been so empty. Like the ragtime girls are just singing to like five people. Which yeah, but they've all been furloughed now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> God. Um. So yeah, I I think the 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 Wally Little Q is is great, and Men in Blacks is good, but that's more fun. Um, but from the ride, uh, the, the replayability, everything like that, uh, main black for this one. Um, I'm not even a huge fan, but one for two, that's got to be the winner. So, many black goes through. Sorry, Craig. Um, what what did, Ryan, did Ryan put in it? It might swing it. No, he did not. He did not respond to this one. Oh. Um, so you can blame Ryan for anything that loses because of uh, a single vote or something. This one didn't know. Um, the next round up we've got is The Simpsons versus Forbidden Journey. Oh, bring a bucket. Yep. It's the full, <laughs> the battle of the bombs. Yeah. So, oh, this is so hard. Okay, but we are trying to talk about these two theme park attractions. Okay? If you, <laughs> you take yourself off, go and go do that. Mate. Mm. We haven't got time for that. Um, Mr. D, what about you? Where where would you go between The Simpsons and Forbidden Journey? Okay. Um, well, let's see. Again, we're getting we're getting down to it now. So both I like both of them. So motion sickness doesn't really bother me. Um, so that's not a factor for me. I know it is for a lot of other people. Um, I like The Simpsons as a TV program. I like the 3D ride. I was a bit gutted when Fight of the Future went away, but that was pretty dated. I'd love to see them bring that back, mm. but in a, in a modern form. But anyway, that's not going to happen. That's not what we're talking about. So I like The Simpsons. There's some really good, funny little gags in there, Jaws and things like that. It makes me laugh. Um, Forbidden Journey uh, is really well themed. The castle is just amazing. I remember when it first opened and everybody was was queuing up for what five hours, six hours oh, yeah. to go on that attraction. And when we finally got on it, it's uh, it's great. I mean, the lockers are ridiculous, too tiny, just a, a joke that needs to be sorted. But the castle itself is amazing. The moving pictures. You know, they've really recreated it well. The ride itself is, is good. Um, I would love to have seen it in its original form where it was a bit scarier and a bit darker and they had the Dementors a bit more full on and the spiders and things like that. But even so, I still think it's a good ride. Um, and I think, yeah, got to go with a more themed forbidden, forbidden rides, forbidden journey, sorry. Right, so I'm going to go with Harry Potter. Sticking with that. Uh, P-dubs? Um, a few years ago, this might have been a tougher one than it is now, but um, 
I can't go on The Simpsons anymore. I have got to that stage where that just makes me want to hell. Literally, as soon as it starts, the I don't know what it is. I'm not a massive fan of the CGI version of The Simpsons. That's jarring. Um, so yeah, that that makes me feel rough. I love the building. I love what they did with it. Um, and I love the queue. I think the queue's great for for gags from The Simpsons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I love the little video that they've done with Christopher Lloyd. Um, losing the rights to the building. Um, but the ride itself, mm, can't can't do it anymore. I can't take it. Uh, Forbidden Journey, while it does still make me want to hurl a little, it's nowhere near as bad. The queue and the building are probably some of Universal's best. Um, I don't think you can top it, really. And the ride is still superb. I love... I love the sets. I love the mix of the physical with the screens, um, which is it was one of the first that Universal did, and it still stands up as one of the best. Yeah, one of the first they did, and they loved it so much they represented. They, they just copied it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it can't be beaten. So it's Harry Potter. It's Forbidden Journey for me. Actually, no, do I even need to ask you? I'm also going to go with Forbidden Journey again. Like the lads have said, the theming and everything of it is amazing. I also wasn't keen on the Simpsons ride, to be perfectly honest. But I will say my gripe with Forbidden Journey is that it is not a terrifically inclusive ride. Um, because I remember when I went to Universal, it was touch and go as to whether I was going to fit on it. And I was not particularly then. Um, so that would be my only kind of gripe with Forbidden Journey, but it's still what I'm going to go for over The Simpsons. Just purely because I think it's better. No, it's 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 a it's a very valid point. Um, that that issue with it, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I am going to go with Forbidden Journey purely because I, I really like The Simpsons ride, but in terms of and I, I don't get I don't get as green on the Simpsons as I do on Forbidden Journey now. Um but if I remember to take my sickness medication that I buy from Walmart when I go, then I can do both. But um yeah, for for the other reasons that everyone said, you know, the theming and, and everything of, of the castle, you know, it's it's just so well done. It still looks good now. The ride itself definitely needs to be upgraded, but the actual you know the the, um, the queue entrance and everything like that is just fantastic for a Potter fan. Um, done so so well. Um, and how many theme park rides have Dolph, involved Dolph French? You know. So um, yeah, for me, it's it's a big journey. Uh, Craig, take us home. It's got to be Forbidden Journey. The anticipation the first time we we did that ride, the queuing up. You know, we were in the greenhouse area and we had to wait and it kept breaking down and do we do we go, do we stay? And the payoff the first time we did that ride, because me, Kerry, Eve were all Harry Potter people, literally rolled a tear when I got off it. Now, however, I roll a tear because I endure it. It's a feat of endurance now to do the Harry Potter ride. It's vile 
it's horrible. It throws you all over the place. I can feel myself going green. A man actually threw up on it uh, when I was there two summers ago. Wow. He was getting taken off it, covered in his own vomit. Could you imagine? At whatever point he decided he couldn't hold it in anymore and he's exploded, wallop. And then that ride basically would have just made that vomit just roll up and down and in and out and everywhere. It was horrible. Um, and the smell as well. You could just smell the vomit. Um, the Simpsons, right? There's no reason for them to keep the Simpsons now. because I mean, they didn't own it anyway, but Disney own it now. Yeah, but the, the problem is, the Simpsons, is that because they made such a big deal about it, oh, yeah, it's yeah. not just the attraction, it's Moe's Tavern, it's it's that whole food section there, it's... It, the, yeah, the, but the there's... The is, is, could be taken there's such, away, you know, there's such a love for the classic Universal. They could refit, strip out them parts, make it a smoother ride, they could refilm if they had to, do tweaks, but you could bring back Back to the Future because they own that, don't they? Yeah. You know, and, and they could uh, they could make it the shopping mall, what uh, Twin Pines, you could put that in, that's where that's the food course instead of most having, you know, they could tweak it around. Well, it's, it's Lone, Lone Pines more now. Yeah, it's Lone Pines now, but they could do all that if they wanted. Mm. Uh, I don't think they will. And again, that ride will ruin it, ruin the, the whole rest of the day. Again, it's another feat of endurance. You know, let's just get through this. The theming is all right inside. It's the slowest loader in the world. It's so tiresome. And then when you get on there, I just want to get off. I want to get on it and just get off. And again, it's a cartoon. So why did they feel the need to CGI it? Why didn't they just cartoon it? Yeah, I yeah I I understand that. You know, but because of Harry Potter and what it is and what it means um, to the whole land, the whole theme and everything, it's got to be Harry Potter. Um, You've heard it here first. Simpsons is going to be replaced with a Stranger Things attraction, and the whole Simpsons area is going to be rethemed to the Star Cornwall. There you go. And what, that would work, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. It, it would, it would work. And if it comes true, you've heard it here first. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a clean sweep. Um, I mean, look, the, the reason the Simpsons is still there is the same reason that Marvel Land is still there. It brings in a load of merchandise money. Um, but yeah, it 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 could it could go. Um, I love the Simpsons, but still. The next one we've got, an interesting one, is Hulk versus Ripsaw Falls. Oh. P-dubs? Uh, I've only been on the Hulk. Didn't like it. But I am going to put the Hulk through just because I've been on it. <laughs> just because it's not Ripsaw Falls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did, um, did you do the Hulk with us last year? Yeah. Is that the first and only time? Yep. I don't think I did the Hulk last time. You didn't. It was me, Craig, and Stuart that went on it. Oh, what, did, what did you do, Nick? Did we mock you, Mason? Did you mind the bags? 
No. No, Nick wandered off so he didn't have to go on it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember I don't remember you guys going on it. So I don't know I what I was doing. I'm, I'm you know what? I remember I remember doing FaceTime in Marvel Land. That's what it was. Dances, so I must have been doing that and I didn't yeah. realize. I mean I, I've I've done I've not done Ripsaw Falls like P dubs, not done Ripsaw Falls. I did Hulk the year before with you, yeah. Ray, didn't I, for the first yeah. time? And, you know, I had, I'd had a big fear about going on the Hulk, and I thought it was fine um, in the end. I mean, I'd r- much rather go on the Hulk again than Brit Ride Rocket. And I say I could quite time. happily cope with Brit Ride Rocket more than I can the Hulk. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was too bad, actually. I, I thought the beginning bit was exceptionally good. It was just the rest of it was a bit dull, but... Uh, I did. What I didn't like was I. I felt that my head was rattling around. Yeah. Worse than uh, Indiana Jones at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Which they're fixing, apparently. Mm. Well, more on that on yeah. our podcast. But it wasn't um, that long ago that they totally did a refurb on the Hulk. And... Well, I'd never been on the original version. I'd only. Yeah. By the time I got on it, it was the um, the the one where they kind of replaced nearly all of the track. So yeah. I think and, that's... The, and the storyline. Yeah, I don't think they improved it. Fifteen, because I that was the year I was there, and I didn't get to go on it. Right. Yeah, I don't think they've improved it really. They've not improved the storyline. That's for sure. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll just confirm then that I'm, I'm going for the Hulk because I've never been on Ripsaw Falls. I'm not a huge fan of log flume rides or uh, rides that get you soaking wet. I don't believe it gets you as wet as Popeye, but I'll never go on Popeye again either. So um, I might do Ripsaw Falls at r- one point, but there's no real kind of interest in it. So, um, Mr. D? Okay, so I've been on, right say, Ripsaw Falls. Um, it's it's a good flume ride, so there's some pretty good drops. Um, the theming's pretty naff. It's really kind of cheaply done. Um, it's all kind of cardboard, well, not the cardboard, but it's like you know, sort of two D, two D animated effects. But it is a good flume ride, and you will get wet. And one of the things that's really fun about it is actually for the spectators because you can put money in the water cannons at the end of it, and you get like you put in twenty five <laughs> cents, I think, and you get a button to press, so you get one shot of, of water. So you got to time it right. And it is a blast. I mean, me, Kerry, and the kids, you know, we must have spent a lot of dollars just getting people wet. And and what you would do is it would be like a log flume with four people in it. And Granny would be like in the middle and it kept dry through the whole thing. And you would wait until Granny passed the water cannons and then you blast her. Um, and it was hilarious. So that that is good fun. But having said that, the Hulk's a good roller coaster. I don't think they improved it when they refurbished it. I agree with you, Nick. It's really rattly. Um, Kerry used to love the Hulk, and now it doesn't want to go on it because it gives her a headache. Um, I don't think the theming is as good. I don't really like the queue um, compared to what it was before, but I still think it's a good roller coaster. And every time I go to Universal, I've got to go on it. So I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it to the Hulk. Um, overall, but um, only only by a little bit, really. Mm. Okay, uh, Craig. I'm going to go with Ripsaw Falls. 
Yo. Because um, the Hulk is a horrible roller coaster. I my first time with our Eve, her coming of age year, where she was tall enough to go on the Hulk. Um, we got to do kitty swap, so she got to go on it with mummy, and then she got to go on it with daddy. And daddy gets in, and it was twenty-one stone, daddy, and he puts the the, the thing over me. Um, and it doesn't lock three times, it locked twice, I think, click, click, and he comes to do his safety check, and it hasn't locked, and he went wallop, and basically compressed my spine into the seat, and I was, I was in severe discomfort, and then I had to obviously go and do the ride, because I couldn't get out of it, and it threw me everywhere, and I had the most it was all it was a migraine when I got off it and that was me done for the day. I was just popping pills. I took about twelve paracetamol to touch just to touch it. It was horrific. Um and when I when I go on with when I've been on with you, Nick, or I've been on with you, Paul, I'm going on it because it's like it's you've sort of got to do it because you're there. But I could take or leave it. Rips or falls, you know what you're signing up for. You're going to get drenched. The theme is pathetic. It's the cheapest of the chief. They'd run out of money, if Jimmy will tell you. They'd run out of money at that stage. Um, they've never invested any more money in it. But you know what? I need to be shoehorned into it because I'm six foot five. <laughs> um, and if I'm going with my brother-in-law, he's six foot four. If, like, if I'm there with Stuart, he's six foot four. So you've got these huge men were all tied up in knots in there and you get absolutely drenched that drop at the end there's no escape in the water you get facefuls of it it's brilliant so i'll go with that yeah i I mean it's a good spectacle like when you're walking past it you know because of how the drop comes out the building everything like that it's a really good spectacle yeah, Absolutely you can go on. You can go on the Jurassic Park drop, and you can get lucky and not even get a splash on you. Yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never got wet on Jurassic Park. Yeah, never. But you, you get saturated on this one. Yeah. Mm. There's no surprise. You just, you just know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's gone out anyway. So. Uh, well, I don't know. Sinead. She oh, wants, come on, Sinead. I haven't done either of these. As I said, Hulk was closed when I was there in 2015. But if I was kind of given an express pass to go on either, I would go on Hulk. As much as I like a water ride and a log flume ride, facefuls of water is not what I wanted <laughs> like during the day at the theme park. So I'll go with the Hulk. Yeah, and I did kind of lie then because whatever Sinead said didn't actually make any difference to the final score. It was still going out. To Ryan, but this one, this one, is tough. Oh, go on. It's Hagrid's versus the mummy. It's not. Well, I can't comment on the Hagrid's because I haven't done it yet. No. So, if I'm going with everyone else who's backed everything that they've only done, then I'll have to go with the mummy. Uh, I think, Mr. D, I think you're the only one that's done isn't it? I've done it, yeah. Only yeah. only got on it once. We were lucky to get on it. It was our last day at Universal. Um, and it had re- reopened again. And we managed to get up there 
we queued for about an hour and we wrote it and we thought it was really good really good not fully written at once um, but did really enjoy it it is a tough one because I love the mummy I love the theming on the mummy um, it's got all the little bits in it you know the fire the bugs um, up the hill then you think it's finished and there's another little twist and you're off again so oh I don't know I don't know I'm gonna I don't know. I'm going to give it to Hagrid's just because it's. I think it's a better coaster, um, and it's well themed. Um, yeah, I give it to I give it to that because it's the the newer, more kind of thrilling thrill ride. But uh, still love the mummy. I expect the mummy will go through. Uh, Sinead. I I mean. I would probably, I'll probably go with Hagrid's. I particularly like roller coasters that are outside, and I think the theme and everything looks great. So yeah, I'll probably go Hagrid. Uh, P dubs. Well, I haven't been on Hagrid's. I've seen plenty of it. Um, we obviously saw it running while we were there. I've watched multiple videos saying that. The Mummy is a classic attraction for me. Um, Universal at its best. Um, Well-themed. Um, great storyline running through it. Something different. Something that you don't really expect when you compare it to the Hollywood one where it's got none of that storyline running through it. Mm. Um, I I like what they did with it. Um, the ride's great itself. Uh, one that I will go on every single time I go. So for that reason, it's the mummy. Oof. All right. It comes down to me. Um, so yeah, I queued up for ages with Hagrid's and didn't get on. Which doesn't disqualify it immediately. But obviously sours it a little bit for me. So I didn't get to go. But the simple fact that the mummy is something that I will go on multiple times during a trip. And I think I've said previously, you know, will be the last attraction I'll try and go on before I'm leaving the park. I think says a lot. Um, it's the ride I've probably done more times at Universal than than any other ride. Possibly, you know, Spider Man would be up there as well. But um, I just, I just love the Mummy so much, and I, I didn't think I would do. And obviously, it replaced my beloved Kong. Um, but I just, I, I think it still still stands out uh, to this day. It has never felt dated to me. The animatronics are crap. <laughs> but that's, that's been like that since day dot. Um, but I think it's really clever. I like the false finish. The drops are great. The the speed of it is immense. Um, yeah. Heat. Yeah, the, yeah, the heat. It, it's, it's the first... I think it was the first roller coaster I loved. Oh, it was the first roller coaster that I've been on. You know, I'd avoided roller coasters nearly all my life, and it was the first one I thought, "No, you know what? I could do that again and again and again." And I have. Uh, so yeah, so I am gonna controversially put through the mummy. Um, and you know, if we ran this in a few years' time after everyone's got to ride Hagrid's and the queue goes down, maybe it'd be different. But no, I think I think the mummy's got to just scrape the win this one so uh so that's it semi-finals up next we will put everything together and um 
yeah, we'll we'll start that on the the next show. So there you go. Um, Is it the semi-finals? Well, it's the quarter-finals, isn't it? So one, two. We've got eight things gone through. Yeah. So it's the quarter-finals next. Oh, is it? Oh man, it was the last sixteen, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can do the quarters in one episode. This is why I don't run uh, football championships, any club competitions. For that exact reason. Good job you don't run the FA Cup, Nicholas. Well, I mean, it'd be more fun if I did, that's for sure. Right, now, what we should be doing next is uh, continuing our kind of walk around the hotels. But time, that old bastard, has got in the way. And basically, we just haven't got enough time to do, do it the justice that it deserves. Um, we are going to be doing Hard Rock. That's the next one that we're doing. So I'm going to do something because we because we we planned this in advance. I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and I'm going to actually say if you want to leave any feedback about the hard rock. So uh, if you want to tell us about your experience, what you liked, what you disliked, you've got time to do it because we're not talking about it right now. So we will talk about it on the next episode. So the episode that comes out in March. So you've got four weeks from when this episode comes out to get in touch with us if you'd like to get involved. And you can obviously do that on Twitter, or you can do that in a Facebook group, or you can do that on the email, which is universalafterdark at gmail.com, because we don't update email addresses when we change show names. Uh, and all of those links are in the show notes if you do want to get in touch. Um, so yeah, so we will be doing that in March as well as the other stuff. I think there was just a bit more news than we normally have had to deal with recently. Yeah, so... I think the uh, the Mardi Gras stuff has kind of sprung up on us. It just kind of all of a sudden started and there's yeah. lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But just in general, like, you know, you know, Barney going, it's big news. Blue Man Group, big news going. Maybe not surprises, but still yeah. the fact they've happened. You know, Nintendo so... World. Nintendo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of things happen in Universal. So, um, yeah, so that's it for this month. Thank you so much for listening, downloading. Uh, please leave us, if you haven't, a review on your podcast app of choice. Ours is Apple, so if you wouldn't mind doing it there, that'd be great. But wherever it is, good. And we will see you for another episode of that Universal podcast next month. Tati, bye. Au revoir. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.